Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grow Down Podcast with Tim Herset. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road which leads to new life. On this week's episode, we're listening from a book called Being with Jesus by Jim Branch. There will be a short, thought-provoking reading followed by some questions for you to consider. If you're able, listen to this and discuss with a friend who is on that same journey of faith with you. Before we jump in to today's reading, I'm going to share what the author, Jim Branch, wrote in the introduction to his book, Being with Jesus. There is a definite art to being with someone. It involves being fully present to them, open and attentive. It consists of listening to them and offering them space and room to be. It requires that we not be too occupied or preoccupied with other people or things and ultimately asks us to let go of our agendas and control. Being with someone involves a significant investment of time and focused stillness. It involves a deep shift of heart and mind, away from our constant obsession with doing to the freedom and joy of being. That's what Jesus really wants, for us to simply be with him. In fact, that's where the entire spiritual life begins. When we learn the joy and delight of being with Jesus, then and only then will we have anything of value to offer our world. That is what true ministry is all about. In its purest form, ministry can only be an outward expression of a deep inner reality. Apart from that, apart from what God is doing within us, it is just smoke and mirrors. Apart from the life of His Spirit within us, we have absolutely nothing of substance to offer those in our world who are dying for anything of substance. Being with Jesus is the most important discipline in all of the spiritual life. Nowhere is this more evident than in the calling of the disciples, Mark 3. Jesus went up to the mountain and called to himself those whom he desired. The whole reason for this calling was so that they might be with him and he might send them out to preach. Did you get that? Did you see the order? He called them first because he desired to be with him. And then, as a result, so that he could send them out to preach. Jesus knew that there was something about the being with that would give power and authenticity to the sending out. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty good at the doing part. It just seems to come naturally. I'm not, however, very good at the being part. Therefore, I need plenty of practice, especially if the being part is where the doing part gets its strength. Let's concentrate together on being with Jesus, and maybe through being with him, we might find that our lives become more like his in the process. Beginning. Silence. Spend a few moments in silence, allowing your soul and spirit to come to stillness before God. This will prepare your heart to receive whatever he may have for you today. Read. At the beginning, God expressed himself. 
that personal expression, that word, was with God and was God, and he existed with God from the beginning. All creation took place through him, and none took place without him. In him appeared life, and this life was the light of mankind. The light still shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never put it out. A man called John was sent by God as a witness to the light, so that any man who heard his testimony might believe in the light. This man was not himself the light. He was sent simply as a personal witness to that light. That was the true light, which shines upon every man as he comes into the world. He came into the world, the world he had created, and the world failed to recognize him. He came into his own creation, and his own people would not accept him. Yet wherever men did accept him, he gave them the power to become sons of God. These were the men who truly believed in him, and their birth depended not on the course of nature nor of any impulse or plan of man, but on God. So the word became a human being and lived among us. We saw his splendor, the splendor as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. And it was about him that John stood up and testified, exclaiming, Here is the one I was speaking about when I said that although he would come after me, he would always be in front of me, for he existed before I was born. Indeed, every one of us has shared in his riches. There is a grace in our lives because of his grace. For while the law was given through Moses, love and truth came through Jesus Christ. It is true that no one has ever seen God at any time. Yet the divine and only Son, who lives in the closest intimacy with the Father, was made, has made him known. John chapter 1, verse 1 to 18, J.B. Phillips translation. Questions for reflection. What about that passage speaks deeply to something in your life or your heart right now? In what ways are you at a beginning point right now? How do you feel about that? What are your deepest hopes, dreams, and expectations for this current season in your life? Who has been the Word of God become human being in your life these days? How? How do you most deeply long for Jesus to show up in your life and world over the next days? Thoughts. Intimacy is the thing we all most deeply long for, and if we are completely honest, it also scares us to death. Because intimacy at its core is about standing completely open and vulnerable, naked, if you will, before those whom we most deeply care about. This total openness brings with it the possibility that we may be loved and accepted in a way that we never dared to ask for or dream about. But at the same time, it opens up the possibility that, when we are seen as we really are, we may also be rejected or hurt by those we most desperately long to be loved by. It is a risky proposition. That's why there is something incredibly attractive and compelling about the picture John paints of Jesus. John tells us that before the foundations of the universe, before there was even a before, before all things, before time, Jesus was there. Not only was he there, but he was there with God, 
in some mysterious and wonderfully intimate way. And not only was he there with God, but he indeed was God. Now that's intimacy. Jesus says it so well when he says, Yet the divine and only Son who lives in the closest intimacy with the Father has made him known. That gives us hope. Hope that the intimacy we most deeply long for might actually be possible. Hope that this invitation to be with Jesus might be bigger than we can imagine. Hope that God is so full of love and intimacy that he created us out of the overflow of that passionate affection, that we might join in his great round dance of love. In fact, that is why we were made. Pray. Simply try to be with Jesus for five minutes. No words, no requests. Just sit in his presence and be with him and realize that he is with you. At the end of your time, ask him now how he wants you to make him flesh in your life and world today. Respond. What is your response to your time with Jesus today? What is he doing in you right now? What is he asking of you? Spend the last few minutes thanking him that he is the word made flesh. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Grow Down podcast. Do you like what you hear? Share with your friends and family. The Grow Down Podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 